everybody, and welcome to the Everything VoiceOver Podcast. My name is Justin D. Torres. The Everything VoiceOver Podcast is brought to you by The Voice Realm, where only professional voice actors are listed. Today on the Everything VoiceOver Podcast, is uh, we're going to be doing the first of the new year, January 2019, and uh, uh, the first thing I wanted to talk about, which has gotten on my nerves a little bit lately, is uh, Voice123 recently did a redo or a revamp of their entire website, and with that revamp came one huge, huge plus which is that they got rid of the SmartCast function. And if you guys have listened to me or or, read, or looked at the videos over the past year, you'll know that I personally think that the SmartCast function was the worst possible thing to, to put onto a pay-to-play website. It punishes you for doing more auditions, and it just it was just the worst. There were moments in my particular voiceover career where I was... Uh, I did enough auditions to warrant a two-month no-audition... Uh, you know, stamp on my head about, uh, because I had auditioned for too many things and, uh, it just pissed me off. And it's like, wh- why? And their numbers were significantly lower, significantly lower than any other pay to play site for their price, especially when it comes to going against voiceover.com voices.com. I mean, and, uh, and the, the Facebook community, uh, was, is entirely pro voice one, two, three, cause they think that they're the, they're the end all be all. They don't, charge any any escrow fees and they don't uh, but they they charge an enormous subscription fee and they give you the ability to contact um clients directly so like you get their information so you can go ahead and market to them and go ahead and steal their 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 clients and that's cool because because uh voice one two three doesn't necessarily have any vested interest in you getting the job or anything like that they're just providing a place for people to post jobs so uh, in that aspect, if I was someone who was going in there just kind of taking down the names of the the the, uh, the clients and then going out, finding them online and starting to contact them there, that would be a way I could get jobs that way if you're utilizing it for that function. However, if you're utilizing it just for the audition function, it's it's a it's you know, I always tell people to have voices.com first and then voice one, two, three second if you're going the pay to play route. Now, uh, now, they recently did this revamp. First of all, the revamp uh, is entirely ridiculously confusing. Ridiculously confusing. But if you do get if you do get onto uh, the site, you will recognize similar situations, uh, similar things to the first voice one two three thing. Now, <clears throat> now um, the first problem that I ended up having was that um, when you go into the audition and you go into the accept the invitation thing, you hit the accept invitation thing, excuse me, and it goes straight into the page where you put in your audition and whatnot. But the thing is, on that particular page, they don't put the budget in there. So you're you're busy writing in your audition or copying in your audition uh, template, maybe responding to whatever things need to be responded to, and you've put in, you've uploaded your audition and you're, and then the first thing you're thinking like, oh shoot, how much was this for again? <clears throat> and then you make the mistake of going back and then what happens? You lose all the work that you did and you have to, and then you have to, and then you lose all your work you did and you're like, oh, okay, it's a $500 job. And then you come back in, all your shit's gone. And then <clears throat> you have to be like, 
You have to be doing your audition and being like, okay, $500, $500, $500, that's how much it is, $500. And it's just a pain in the ass. And I told this to them the first week that it came out. Bad idea. Do not do this. Just pop in the gosh darn um, uh, budget there so that we can see it when we are putting our, um, our uh, bidding in. And that should be the thing that you do. Um, they responded, but they didn't respond like with... Oh yeah, that was our mistake. We'll fix it. <clears throat> so that was the first major problem with Voice One Two Three that popped in. <clears throat> the second major problem is huge. It's enormous. It's indicative of a bad, horrible company. Here's the thing about Voices.com. Voices.com is a company. It's a business. It's made up of clients and employees. It's made up of people who actually go out and find clients. Voice123 does not have that. They are not going out finding clients. They have a setup that clients come to them. They have things that pop in that come to them. Um, Voices.com, on the other hand, has an entire employee base. I've met them. They're good people. They they need to make they they make money. So uh, what happens is with voice, the reason why Voices.com has gotten so much crap is that the number one, they escrow the funds, which means that a client will come in, pay them $500. Uh, uh, Voices.com will take that $500, hold it in their bank or whatever not, or just at least have it available, that amount available. And then, so that's always, that money's always going to be there. And then they take, I want to say 5%, 3%, 5% or something like that, um, of the payment. It might even be 8%, I'm not sure. And that is their escrowing fee. That's just the escrowing fee. Um, and then on top of that, it goes to PayPal, and PayPal takes their cut as well. Um, so right now, you are forced to use PayPal, and you're forced to get that escrowing fee. But the, plus, the minus side of the escrowing fee is that there is an escrowing fee. The plus side of the escrowing fee is that you never, ever, ever have to chase a client for money. I, If I had a box of people I have to look at for money, if I had a box of people I had to look at for money and a box of people who I had to chase down, who I didn't have to look at for money, all the Voices.com jobs would go into the box that I didn't have to chase because they were always there. And if I and it's if at some point the client goes off the cliff and runs away for two months, I can always ask Voices.com, look, I've tried to contact them three or four times. Uh, they need to release the funds. Can you do it for me? And they'll be like, okay, we'll try and co contact them. If they don't contact us back within two weeks, we will release the funds. So guess what? Money's in the bank. And all these voice one, two, three clients that I've talked to individually have suddenly jumped off the map because they don't, uh, because their job is done. They don't need to work on it. Or you have even worse, a client that didn't tell you that they're waiting for some other person to pay them so that they can pay you. Oh my God, those are the worst clients. Um, there is sitting in a box of like, oh, I've got to get on, get on the ball and get on, get on my, uh, get on my high horse out there and start saying, hey, you guys gonna pay me now? Uh, it's been a uh, six months, and that's a huge issue if you are doing a lot of jobs. So that's a pain in the ass. All right, now would be a good time to say that the uh, Everything Voiceover Podcast is brought to you by the Voice Realm, where only professional voice actors are listed. Now that you've got this escrowing fee that people think is like the worst thing ever, there's also this added aspect of if a client comes to Voices.com and says, hey, I would like uh, you to specifically host my job. You go find me the 30 best guys for this or the 
you go, you work on this, you find the, the best people. And then Voices.com will take a cut of the actual thing and have an employee actually employ of Voices.com working on the project and they get a cut on top of the escrow fee because it is assigned to a Voices.com person. Now, uh, now people in the come people in the voiceover world hate that because it's an adding an extra middleman on top of that, and you know that's the that's the truth of the matter. So whenever you go into Voices.com and you see the client and the client's name is not like a company, or if you click on them and it says Voices.com, that is where the client was like, hey, listen, I don't want to people to know who we are. I want you to take care of it and to make sure that you get me the best of the best and get me their auditions so that I can get uh, the right person. And for that price, they get maybe 10%, maybe 20%, or maybe they get like, if it's a 700 job, they get 100, they get 200 bucks. And you only bid on the $500 that's left. And is that shady practice? I don't think so. I don't believe so. If someone is assigned to a project, if someone is, has, if a client in particular, a client, and this is from the client aspect, if I was a company like Coca-Cola and I don't want to be getting, giving away my CEO uh, email out on voice one, two, three, then I go to voices.com. I tell them the, tell them the details, tell them how much money it is, maybe specify how much I want to give to a voiceover actor and then have it go through them. And then all I get is the auditions. And then all I get is someone managing between, uh, managing my contact info to them. So that's fine with me. I'm fine with that. I do not, I do not care. Um, but here we go. Now we're looking at our second big thing about voice one, two, three, and this is huge. This is enormous. Be very careful. If you are, are on voice one, two, three, you have to do these processes or else you will be severely hurt in the future. And I'm dead serious here. Voice one, two, three has taken off broadcast or non-broadcast as an option for clients which means whenever you look at the, the only information you're going to get about this project is length of recording, which 99% of the time I've seen is to be defined. They don't even know the length of the recording. Work duration, which is one-off, which I have no idea what work duration means. Recording and delivery options, which is usually digital delivery 900% of the time. So those are the only work details you get. And budget, of course. So... You might have a job that's like a 15 second promo and it says 15 second promo and all it says is to be defined length of recording and then you have to look at the additional details and hope that they tell you usage, that they tell you it's a 15 second promo for um, radio or if they say it's a 15 second promo for television. You don't know that they have to specify that in the additional details and every single one of them does not have that every single one of them. So what ends up happening is you have got a system that does not, that inherently does not, uh, puts forth an option of if I put, if I do this 15 second promo, voice one, two, three has not, does not have my back anymore. They do not have the usage back. So you have to specify, okay, this is usage. So I specify in all my auditions since in big quotes, since you did not specify usage in this, this will only be for blank blank. Or say something like, "We, uh, if you're interested in using me, we have to do a, we have to talk about what usage is." And what, what do I mean by usage? I mean, can they put it on a Super Bowl commercial? 
Can they put it on, uh, or are they just using it for the internet? If they're using it for the internet, uh, are they going to use it in perpetuity? If they use it for radio, are they using it for radio in perpetuity? Now, personally, I think of it as two boxes, broadcast and non-broadcast. Non-broadcast is internal. They're going to use it for themselves, sizzle reels, videos on YouTube, whatever the fuck. It's, as long as it's not on television or radio or, or you know, I guess film would probably work as well. Um, broadcast is TV and radio, um, nationals, locals, PSAs, anything like that that will go out and is going to be paid for to go out into the world. That's broadcast. So I always specify this is for non-broadcast, non-radio, non-film. If you want perpetuity, I'm only giving I'm only giving people perpetuity when it comes to uh, online because if you put it on YouTube, I've got a bunch of crap out there that's out there for perpetuity that doesn't get paid or whatnot. You know, if you Twitch something, it's in there for perpetuity. It's uh, the internet is a wide, wide world of you know, no one's gonna make money off the internet 99% of the time. Um. So, but when it comes to broadcast, I do not want to be hearing my voice on the Super Bowl. I do not want to be hearing my voice and looking at people and being like, hey, that's my voice, guys. And then thinking to myself, that was a $250 job. I just got screwed. Voice123, I've messaged them twice saying that you're putting every voiceover artist in a huge position where they have to have to negotiate usage or make sure that this client is not going to screw them over because you have not put forth the options. And then and when they responded, they say they were saying most clients didn't understand whether it was broadcast or non-broadcast. And you know what that on the one hand, I'm like, they need to know. And on the other hand, I'm like, what the fuck kind of clients are you guys sending out there? I mean, they don't know the difference between broadcast and non-broadcast. How many jobs have I done for these these Voice123 clients where they could have been using my stuff for television because they didn't know the difference between broadcast and non-broadcast? Oh. Oh, so Voice123 does not have our backs. Period. Period. Do I recommend you using them? Well, the uh, without without the smartcast function that puts out that puts forth a lot more jobs. There the numbers of Voice123 jobs have went up. Uh, much higher, so the opportunities are there, so I'm happy about that. But on the other hand, I have to add this extra crappy fucking effort, and I'm sorry, I, I've probably never cursed on everything voiceover. <laughs> and and uh, this is probably this is very first of the new year, so we're starting new things here, guys. But I've never had to, uh, you know, had to like, you know, walk, walk, grown clients through like the door of like are you know you you know you can't do this you know like if i give you this rattle you can't go out and hit someone with it if i give you this voiceover you can't go using it for radio this is only for internet and it's very disheartening it's very disheartening because you know and and when i message them it just basically gets nothing and i and this is totally indicative of voice123 because they don't have any vested interest voices.com does have vested interest in you because they make money off of you voice123 they're happy with their 350 dollars 250 dollars a year 400 dollars a year that you give them because that's more than enough for them to do just the minimal amount so much of just the minimal amount that they are not even willing to put up a broadcast function. So far, not even not even willing to 
put up the invitations function because, you know, the, you know, the amazing thing about this is that we as the voiceover community are the only things that are funding voice one, two, three, you know, I don't know from a client aspect if they pay 10, $15 or something like that, but I'm sure majority of their money is coming from $400 a year from voiceover actors, which is a consistent flow of stream of cash. So I know this may have been laced with negativity, but number one, if you are in voice, uh, voice one, two, three, make sure you specify usage in your audition. Do not get into the craziness of after they're going to hire you and they're like, oh yeah, we're going to use this on broadcast thing. So can't, so go ahead and send us back your things. And, and the worst thing that could happen is they're like, okay, here's a script, go ahead and do it. And then you have to write back, oh, before I get started on this audition, before I get started on this job that you've accepted for me, just want to make sure you're not going to go use this on television without my, without negotiating it, which is a whole different ballgame. You know, having to negotiate, having to get something written down on email or written down because Voice123 has done nothing to do this. And I've sent out two emails and then I just got pissed off and I was like, you know what, I'm going to do a voiceover podcast about this because this is an interesting thing. And I also feel like there's this whole voiceover this Facebook community of people who love Voice123 when they're actually, there's nothing, there's very little to love about this, 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 this thing. And I am a huge fan of Voices.com because they've never screwed me, never screwed me over. And sure, if they made an extra couple hundred bucks here and there on my big jobs, good. Because so far, their customer service has been stellar. They have provided me with all the jobs that I needed. Voice went to there. On the other hand, I haven't spoken to a single person there. And the few times that I have warned them or called them out on $250 national jobs... They, uh, they were just like, Hey, you know, I mean, we provide an open marketplace so they can pretty much do whatever they want. It's like, you aren't the worst. They are the worst. And if you want to see how bad they are, check out their other thing of voice, uh, bunning, which is also the worst thing ever created by man, which I was a part of for a little bit. And it's, uh, it's actually shameful as far as I'm concerned. Um, but from a new person, new voiceover aspect, you know, these are things that you're going to go after. These are things that you're going to try out and it's okay to try out. Just make sure that you cover your bases before and when you audition, just cover your bases. That's all, you know? All right. Uh, thanks for listening. I'm sorry. There was a little bit negative out there, but I really want to warn people out there to make sure that their voices are used to their specifications and not, you know, with just, a, you're not signing a blank check. All right. Thanks guys for listening. Uh, my name is Justin Torres. This has been the Everything VoiceOver Podcast. The Everything VoiceOver Podcast is brought to you by The Voice Realm, where only professional voice actors are listed. Have a great day, y'all. <laughs>